Dr. Rose, your appointment is here, your three o'clock. Should okay. I send her in? Yes, please. Okay, great. So, Megan, what would you like to talk about today? Yeah, I mean, I guess we, we spoke about unhealthy comparisons last week and I really, I feel like I'm getting better with that, to be honest. The only thing I'm struggling with at the moment, well, not the only thing, but one one big thing is just, I guess, loving myself and, and just accepting myself for me and who I am and yeah I don't know I don't know what to do about that really. So do you know what self-acceptance is? Yeah I I mean I, I think so yeah I think I know what it is. So what does it mean to you? Yeah I think what it means what it means to me is about Truly accepting yourself for who you are and where you are with your flaws and all, you know, your good parts and the not so good parts. Yeah, I think self-acceptance is knowing your strengths as well as knowing your weaknesses and just being okay with that. I don't think it means that you don't want to improve yourself. I think everyone should always, you know, aim to be a better version of themselves. But I think it means is not wanting to be anyone different for starters. But yeah, loving yourself regardless of all your imperfections. Also letting go of the idea of perfect. I just don't think that you can define perfection. Everyone's perception of perfection is completely different. So perfect essentially doesn't exist. Just knowing that you you are valuable and worthy just the way you are. You don't need to change yourself to be valuable and worthy of self-love and love from others. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess I just want to know, is it like something that you can learn? Like, or is it like too late? I mean, that's... Look, Megan, we didn't come out of our room crying because we were worried how many Instagram followers we had. Or because we don't have enough money or cute bum. <laughs> yeah, of course, we were all, all born with the ability to love and accept ourselves. Check this out. Ever wondered how to tell if someone truly accepts themselves? person who scores high on self-acceptance usually has a positive self-attitude. They acknowledge and accept all aspects of themselves, including the good and bad. 
They're not self-critical or confused about their identity. And they do not wish they were any different from who they already are. They hold awareness of their own strengths and weaknesses. They're realistic yet subjective of their own talents, their capabilities, and their general self-worth. Feelings of satisfaction with oneself despite deficiencies and regardless of past behaviors and choices. Apart from the obvious reasons, here are some more benefits that you encounter when you love and accept yourself. Some psychological benefits of self-acceptance include mood regulation, a decrease in depressive symptoms, and an increase in positive emotions. Some other psychological benefits include a heightened sense of freedom, a decrease in fear of failure, an increase in self-worth, an increase in independence, an increase in self-esteem, less desire to win the approval of others, less self-critique and more self-kindness when mistakes occur, more desire to live for oneself and not for others, and the ability to take more risks without worrying about the consequences. Self-acceptance is also thought to be necessary for good mental health. Wait, 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 wait. So, I mean, this, this, this all sounds great and all, but I want to know how. Well, I'm really glad you asked. First of all, we need to understand where the lack of self-acceptance comes from. From a young age, we have felt obliged to demonstrate our worth to others. All of us hold wounds from the past where we have been compared to others by others. I remember a time in school where other kids picked on me for the shoes that I was wearing. And from there on after, I saved all my money to buy the coolest brand name shoes. School can be brutal like that. This can happen a lot during our upbringing and even through our adulthood, where we are made to feel insignificant. And this is why learning to accept ourselves is so important. In a sense, we all bear conditional love scars from the past. We're all among the ranks of the walking wounded. And this recognition of our common humanity can help inspire in us not only feelings of habitual withheld kindness and goodwill toward ourselves, but toward others as well. What next, you're probably asking. I'm going to give you some ways, some tips that you can help yourself on a self-acceptance journey. Cultivating self-compassion. Give yourself some TLC, tender love and care. Be gentle with yourself. Give yourself a hug. Give yourself a massage, a neck massage, foot massage. Take a nap. 
bath or go for a walk. Give yourself encouragement. Think of what you would say to a friend if he or she was facing a difficult or stressful situation. Then, when you find yourself in this kind of situation, direct these compassionate responses towards yourself. Also acknowledge when you do something well. Give yourself a pep talk. Remind yourself of all your amazing qualities. Refer to our video on positive self-talk. Practice mindfulness and gratitude. Even a quick exercise such as meditating for a few minutes can be a great way to nurture and accept ourselves while we're in pain. Or give thanks for one, three, five things that you are grateful for. Let go of guilt and regret and learn to forgive yourself. One of the first steps in learning how to forgive ourselves is to focus on our emotions. Before you can move forward, you need to acknowledge and process your emotions. Give yourself permission to recognize and accept the feelings that have been triggered within you and welcome them. Acknowledge the mistake out loud. If you made a mistake and continue to struggle with letting it go, acknowledging it out loud, what you learned from the mistake. When you give a voice to your thoughts in your head and the emotions in your heart, you may feel free from yourself and from the burdens that you carry. You also imprint in your mind what you learn from your actions and consequences. Think of each mistake as a learning experience. Each mistake has a learning experience that holds the key to moving forward faster and more consistently in the future. Remembering ourselves that we did the best we could with the tools and knowledge we had at the time will help us forgive ourselves and move forward. Give yourself permission to put this process on hold if you need to. If you make a mistake, but you're having a hard time putting it out of your mind, visualize your thoughts and feelings about the mistake and put it into a sealed container. Then put it away on the top shelf of your cupboard. Then tell yourself, I'm putting this aside for now and I will return to it later when it benefits me. Have a conversation with your inner critic. Journaling can help you understand your inner critic and develop self-compassion. One thing you can do is write out a conversation between you and your inner critic. This can help you identify thought patterns that are sabotaging your ability to forgive yourself. You can also use a journal and take time to make a list of the qualities you like about yourself, including your strengths and your skills. This can help boost your self-confidence when you're feeling down about the mistake you made. Oh man. My brain hurts. Bring it. I'm keen. I'm keen to go on this self-acceptance journey. I'm ready to do it.
Sign me up. This is your challenge for this week to give yourself a pet talk when you are sad or you feel run down. We'll see you again next Monday. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any other videos. And be nice and click the like button. Grateful for your support.